Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Today on the show, we're talking with Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Beasley Animal Clinic. Boy, we've got a lot to uh, discuss today and some pretty interesting topics. And uh, Amanda, how are you? Well, I'm fine. I'm, uh, I think like everybody else, trying to stay warm and, and uh, feel very fortunate that I still have heat in the house. Oh, yes, yes. We've had uh, so much ice this week and another round uh, coming tonight and tomorrow. It's uh, a tough time for us humans, and it's pretty tough on our uh dogs and cats and animals all together aren't they oh absolutely it is and and you know brian our uh, uh clinic has been closed this week and will be closed tomorrow because of all of the the snow and ice and and um it's just it's difficult for people who have had um appointments and this all of this and we've tried to get back to everyone who has left a message to say that we are closed and it's listed also on the website and i know the uh um, animals need uh attention and so do the humans yeah yeah uh and it's it's a safety thing uh very much so for staff and for people coming in and out and you know for, for a lot of things i mean parking lots and sidewalks are slippery and such and so you don't want anybody falling there either absolutely and and Safety is a, a priority and always has been with us. And so if it's been inconvenient for anyone, we certainly apologize. But, uh, you know, there's some things that are beyond our control. That's absolutely, uh, absolutely right. I know that, uh, you know, for those inside animals who have to go outside and, and, and go to the bathroom and do their thing, um, it was kind of a rude awakening. And it's like, wh- where is the grass? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I had a friend this morning uh, uh, text me and say, well, do your, your dogs enjoy playing in the snow? And I said, you must be kidding me. They're house dogs. <laughs> I mean, you know, they go out, they come back in immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're, we're having trouble with ours not wanting to go outside at all. You know, they'll go and hide. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I, I did want to uh, ask one more thing about that. Um I, I, I saw an article, and I think it's important for us to, to maybe mention that and touch on it. You know, maybe we're using the de-icer or salt or whatever uh, outside on the sidewalks and things, and um, those those are not good for our pets that that especially are, are outside on that. Their, their little paws can get that on there and burns and cold and all that. I mean, it's just we got to be mindful of it, not just uh, not think about it. Oh, absolutely, and then they lick their paws and they ingest, you know, if it's a chemical, it could be poisonous to them, and they don't need to be ingesting the salt. So, you know, when they um, go out and come back in, uh, take time to wash their feet off, to wipe their feet off so that they can get um, any residue uh, taken care of. Mm-hmm. We, we've been doing that, and, boy, that is, that's no fun for them either. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Something once again they're not used to. Absolutely, most certainly. So, uh, and, and I guess one more point about that. I was just thinking about uh, anybody who has outside pets. I hope, hopefully, they found uh, something warm for them during this really bitterly cold. Oh, absolutely, and and um, you know, from what I understand, hay is one of the best insulators, 
And so if the, the, their houses can be insulated with hay and straw and have, keep, uh, make sure their water isn't frozen um, and they, they get dehydrated even in, in this weather. I know I personally sometimes just think of the summer and dehydration, but dehydration can happen year-round. Uh, and someone uh, just text here and, uh, and, and mentioned also about uh, making sure that you close off the front of the, uh, the, the door with maybe a blanket or something, or, or especially turn the uh, doghouse or, or, or their shelter uh, away from the wind so they can at least um, not have that blowing in. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the best dog houses, you know, so many dog houses have the door right in the middle of the front. And if you move the uh, opening off center, that gives a wider um, uh, wall for the animals to get behind so the uh, wind does not blow straight in on them. Ah, that's a good idea. Didn't think about that. Learned something new today. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, we had another, have, have got another text here. Uh, someone wanted to know, uh, does the ice and snow hurt the dog's paws? How long should we walk them? You know, a lot of people do walk their, their dogs. Um, so uh, any thoughts on that? I, I know I, my daughter has found these uh, little booties or whatever that you can put on their paws if you are walking them. But, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I would say if you're cold, they're cold. And I would, you know, walk them enough to, for them to take care of their business and whatnot and then bring them back in. Um, even though the dogs that I live with are hardy uh, uh, bird dogs and whatnot, they don't even care to be out in this wet and the snow. And you, you, their feet have to get cold. Mm. So I would uh, use your judgment. And if you're cold, I would say they're cold. Some good points there. Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation joining us. Uh, do want to switch gears here a little bit. And, uh, of course, we're still uh, dealing with COVID-19. And, you know, we think about that a lot uh, as, as humans. But you've got some interesting information and some research into uh, COVID-19 and, uh, and, and your animals. So uh, share some points about that with us. Well, you know, and it's it's amazing how little uh, information we do have on COVID-19 and our pets and what is right and what isn't and, and et cetera. But from what I can uh, ascertain from the CDC is that um, our, our pets, um, there's not much risk of pets spreading COVID-19 to people, uh, and it's considered very low that this might happen. Um, however, people can spread it to our pets. And when we are, um, uh, if there's a fungus or a bacteria or a, a virus um, on their coats, um, COVID-19 can spread to people f from, um, you know, the skin, the fur, and the hair on the pets. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, very, it's not very often that there's an evidence that this could be happening. So it's all still very much in the air. We don't have black and white measurements on this. Um, now, you know, I know with a lot of people, they want to, if their animal has been out, they don't know what it's run into. They try to, uh, they'd like to clean their the coat up. But one thing we have to be very uh, careful of is 
don't use hand sanitizers. I mean, we're we humans are using a huge amount of that and chemical disinfectants and alcohol and hydrogen peroxide and things like this. Just do not use that on your pets, uh, thinking that you'll clear off viruses or bacteria or whatever. And if you need a really good um, information about what to use, please contact your vet. Hmm. Uh, good points there. Um, uh, Amanda, the uh, people... I see utilizing the the greenway space and, uh, you know, we've got dog parks here in town and and things of that nature. Um, I mean, that's where people and your animals are together. So any thoughts on that and and the spread of COVID? Well, the CDC suggests that you don't go to dog parks and places where a large number of peoples and dogs gather. Uh, They suggest to um, just have the pets interact with the uh, people within the household, um, and it's uh, especially if, if COVID is kind of being sp- spread throughout the community. And this is in- inclusive of groomers, and they just say to treat your your pet like you uh, would uh, any other member of your family. Hmm. I mean, you know, you don't put your children out in the middle of a group of children right now that whom that you don't know. Exactly. Well, that, that's that's a good point um, as well. One thing that I've noticed um, with our animals, especially uh, my daughter's dog, who is, you know, when she's there, she's right beside her the whole time. And now that we have been going out a little more and, and there are a few more activities and school and things, uh, you know, for a long time, she just was right there with her the whole time, and then all of a sudden, she was gone. And and uh, Rosie is pretty anxious about that kind of thing. I'm sure that that's an, an issue too. Well, it is, and this is, um, and it's with cats also, dogs and cats. They experience a separation, and and if you can tell if they're really anxious, if they seek out maybe dark rooms or closed in spaces to hide in, um, and you know they may. Uh, experience gastrointestinal issues, inappropriate urination, excessive grooming, um, and cats become anxious, as I mentioned, and part of their anxious behavior could be scratching the furniture more and and hiding and this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's better, if you can, to leave a short periods of time so that they get back used to that routine. Right. And that, that that's uh, that's very good information there. And you you know, with uh, especially dogs, I've noticed that sometimes their anxiety can turn into, you know, um, I, I guess an aggression might be the right word for that. It, it can, and that usually stems from a fear. Um, and um, cats who are, and cats can do this also hmm. uh, because um, you know it's just such a different world and so unusual because they get used to the patterns and the rhythms of the household and whatnot and you know our pets can lose their appetite when they're anxious and upset and not really knowing what's going on Uh, that's that's a good point uh one other thing uh before we wrap up uh my little dog when my son came in the other day and he had uh, his big jacket on and, and his um, hoodie on. You really couldn't see him very well. Uh, you know, she just lost her mind and thought it was an intruder. 
and uh, in the days of of heavy coats and mask wearing even that i guess that could make uh, dogs a little anxious too huh oh absolutely because they're not used to see seeing us in masks and you know dogs read uh body language expression etc not just words and when you're half of your face is covered it's it's uh kind of stops them from being able to kind of read you as a human being mm-hmm. and so absolutely masks have been uh, i would say you know if if you can if you're in a situation and you meet a pet if you can kind of remove your mask a little bit so that they can see the entire face it would be helpful for them but now if it's if it's you know, out in public where you shouldn't be doing this, you know, follow, follow the the CDC uh, rules and regs. Right. Yeah. Um, even if wearing a mask, it muffles your voice sometimes too, and I'm sure that that sounds different to our animals too. So they may not recognize your voice even, maybe. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Amanda, I appreciate you uh, spending some time with us on this uh, cold day to kind of update us on on things that are going on. And uh, again, the clinic closed tomorrow and and you're rescheduling everything. Hopefully we can get thought out this weekend and next week we'll get things back to normal. We hope so. And and, uh, we will be rescheduling. And um, I thank everybody for their patience. And uh, may we all stay safe and warm. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show today and uh, stay warm yourself and we'll catch you next month. Okay. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Amanda Oliver joining us today with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Beasley Animal Clinic here in Murfreesboro. If you missed any part of the uh, interview this morning, be sure to check WGNSRadio.com. If you tap podcast and then tap down on uh, Rutherford Issues, you'll see all of our shows there, any of our local shows. You can check back and listen on demand and wherever you listen to audio. You don't even have to go to our website. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all of those places. We've got our podcast at WGNSRadio.com there for you as well. Have a good one.